Well, sorry to disappoint. It is just me right now. I don't have an interview. Having some issues with just scheduling and things. Uh, next week, I do have an interview scheduled with a backup interview even. So don't worry. There'll be other voices to be heard. It's uh, it's part of my favorite part. It's one of my favorite parts of doing the podcast is getting to talk to other people. And so uh, I'm excited to have an inter- interview. Uh, bummed that I've had some problems the last couple weeks just getting schedules to line up um, and with my work and everything. So, uh, but for this week, I just had a quick thought that I wanted to share that comes, that originates kind of from Alma 12, but uh, something that pointed it out to me was as I was studying Alma 13 this week in preparation for next week's podcast, um, something I, I read in chapter 13 uh, <clears throat> made me go back and read the last few verses of Alma 12. So I'm going to read a few lines from the last verses of Alma 12. This is from uh, verses 34 through 37. And each of these lines is from a separate verse. So uh, unto, uh, excuse me, and these shall enter into my rest. I swear in my wrath that he shall not enter into my rest. Uh, I say unto you that if you will harden your hearts, you shall not enter into the rest of the Lord. Uh, God will pull down his wrath upon us in these his second commandments, which he has given us. But let us enter into the rest of God. So this idea of rest, uh, it, this is a something that flows over into chapter 13, and that's where I picked it up. And so I went back and said, I wonder where this started. And I, the last, like I said, the last several verses of chapter 12, Alma repeats the word rest and talking about the rest of the Lord. So, but that word rest got me thinking about some other scriptures and my mind started connecting some things. So I went to section 84 on the Doctrine and Covenants. This came from verse 24 and it's talking about the children of Israel and it says, but they hardened their hearts and they could not endure his presence. Therefore, the Lord in his wrath for his anger was kindled against them, swore that they should not enter into his rest while in the wilderness, which rest is the fullness of his glory. So, I read that and I started thinking, okay, well, before when I had read that, I just kind of assumed fullness of his glory, rest, eternal, eternal rest and salvation and uh, exaltation. But they, the Lord was mad at the children of Israel, so he forbid them from entering into his rest while in the wilderness, which means it was possible for them to have that rest. So then I started thinking, about section 88 of the Doctrine and Covenants. And uh, one of the verses is, For he who is not able to abide the law of the celestial kingdom cannot abide a celestial glory. Okay, well, that makes sense, again, in an internal perspective, but what about the glory of the Lord, the rest of the Lord in, in this life, like the, the children of Israel could have had? So then just, just before that, in section 88, same section, it says, Wherefore, I now send upon you another comforter, even upon you, my friends, that it may abide in your hearts, even the Holy Spirit of promise, which other comforter is the same that I promised unto my disciples as I recorded in, as recorded in the testimony of John. This comforter is the promise which I give unto you of eternal life, even the glory of the celestial kingdom. So the Holy Ghost, the Spirit, is the promise of that glory. So... Uh, you know, let's read John for just a minute. It says, uh, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. 
Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So, as my mind kind of started connecting these dots, and I started studying these scriptures, and and I'm reading the rest of the Lord in in Alma, um, what I, the thought that came to me was that as long as we are worthy of the Spirit, we can have that promise, the promise of eternal glory. But that's like, and when I and when I say the promise, what I am trying to say is a taste, uh, a glimpse into what the eternal realm will be like. We don't have, we can't have eternal rest now and the rest of the Lord eternally right now. But what we can have is the rest of the Lord. Uh, our again, R E S T resting like. Uh, putting off the cares of the world. And that comes by having the, the Spirit to be our constant companion. When we are worthy of the Spirit, we can have the rest of the Lord, no matter what's going on in the world, and no matter what's going on in, in our life. Uh, at the end of John chapter 16, the Savior said, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We're going to have tribulation. There's going to be hard times. Mortality is hard. Life is hard. Heck, when we go to Alma and we read chapter 12 and him talking about the rest of the Lord, he finishes his uh, teaching to the people in Ammonihah in chapter 13. And in chapter 14, him and Amulek are in prison and they have to watch the the torturous death of women and children. They have to see everyone else get kicked out of Ammonihah. They're put back into prison uh, starved, beaten, stripped naked. Like, life is hard, even for good people, and oftentimes especially for good people. But what that doesn't change is that does not change that having the Spirit can bring a deep, abiding peace. Again, as the Savior said, not like, not in the world, not like the world offers. He gives a different kind of peace, a peace that is inside of us that can't be touched by the winds of of turmoil and uh, by what cunning and uh, evil men can do to us. The rest of the Lord, if we are righteous and learn from the mistakes of the children of Israel, we can have it in our wilderness. We can be kept in the more fertile parts of the wilderness as the Liahona. And, and remember, the Liahona is, is just a... It's a uh, symbol. It's symbolic of the Holy Ghost and the guidance of the Spirit. We learn that in several places, but Alma 37, Alma himself in chapter 37 teaches us that, that connection. But in 1 Nephi 16, the, the Liahona kept them in the more fertile parts of the wilderness. They were still in the wilderness. They were still walking through the wilderness and trying to get to who knows where. They had no idea. But they were following the Liahona, i.e. the Spirit, and, it, and as, uh, when they followed that, and they were worthy of that, it kept them in the more fertile parts. And what I learned from that is it allows for growth and some peace and some shade and some respite, respite from, the, from the scorching sun. So that's what we can get in this life. And that's the taste and the glimpse and the, the little bit of the, the rest of the Lord that we can be worthy of. Uh, and that's something that I needed this week. It's something that I, I as I'm going through uh, some 
some trials. I needed to remember that and to have the Lord point that out to me. And so it's just one of those little nuggets that as I read something, one thing sparked and, you know, my brain kind of started thinking of all these other scriptures that are, were related and the Lord opened up kind of this pathway to me to connect those scriptures. And that's, that's one of the big reasons I started the podcast is that type of thing happens and can happen and it, it blesses my life. Um, and, but it's, it's the Lord bringing to remembrance things that I've read in the past. And it's why I love the scripture so much. And so again, why I started the podcast is I wanted to, I want to excite people so that they can have those experiences on their own so that they can have their questions answered and, and have, uh, be led into the fertile parts of their own wilderness. So that's all I wanted to share this week. Um, in this quick midweek, just, uh, message. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for those of you who have been leaving reviews. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you haven't left a review, I'd love to hear from you on there. Uh, rate me on whatever podcast service you listen to me on. It really helps me out. If you want to chat with me directly, jeldenwebster at gmail.com. Also the Facebook group, Come Follow Me, a Disciple's Journey. You can join there. And as has been customary to close out, just a shout out to a few listeners. Uh, shout out to my listener in uh, Gillette, Wyoming, and Anchorage, Alaska, and uh, down in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Santos, looks like. Uh, thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. I appreciate it, and we'll chat soon.